0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Couch Talk with your host Wyatt Otto and your co-host Jeffrey Todd.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Couch Talk. Uh, spring training just kicked off, uh, yes, But Very besides friendly. that, but besides that, not
0: not much. Not going much on else still. going on in sports. There's still a bunch of crickets out there in the worldwide world of sports. <laughs> you had the fight. We had the fight. The what? Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury got the TKO around seven. Great, great fight. Shout out to the dude on Facebook that was live streaming it, so I didn't have to pay for the pay-per-view. I <laughs> don't know your name, but thanks. Uh, you know, boxing, I just don't enjoy uh, it. It's not my not I, my thing. I'd much rather watch uh, UFC. I'd rather watch basically anything else. Baseball, football, basketball. Just not a big fighting guy. Yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter. What can I say? Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of basketball, Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young. He's looking Hawks. good, man. Yeah. Dude,
1: and that's the thing with the Hawks. It's they can't. It's not that they can't score, because Trey can almost score from anywhere on his side of the he court. Can
0: almost get you enough points to win any game.
1: Yeah, you just they are gonna have to figure out some defense. Yes,
0: they need some help on the defensive side. You know, they, hopefully Clint Capella when he gets back, it's looking like a another week or week and a half, two weeks. I think he'll be back. Hopefully he could be able to help down there. You know, Cam Reddish has been looking good on defense because he's growing into his shoes. DeAndre Hunter. So you know they've got potential, but. They're definitely, you know, I think they're still technically competing for the 8th seed in the East. I don't think they'll get it. That would be crazy. But that would be crazy. And, you know, who knows? You know, they're, they'll probably get a good draft pick this year, and I would guess they'll trade it for a veteran because they just have so many young players. They don't really need more young players. They need a old player to come and get them beat into shape. So we'll see, how, we'll see how it goes, I guess. You
1: know what my favorite sports news of the day was today, though? What was it? Uh, Altuve getting the booed and then getting plunked.
0: Yep, that was funny. I, I saw he got booed first and I saw the video and man, I, have, I haven't heard booing like that ever, I don't think. I can't
1: wait until their first away game. I think, actually, I don't I didn't look at their schedule. Their, their first game might be away and if it is, I will be watching it. There's not many uh, other teams that I'm going to watch, and, like go out of my way to watch, yeah. but that game will definitely be one of them. And Honestly, to keep the season interesting, I hope he gets plunked on the first pitch. Wouldn't that be crazy?
0: <laughs> that would be hilarious. And, like, what's he going to do, fight? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, he you can't deserve, do anything. They deserve, deserve everything it. that... Okay, you know, the episode that we did, the Astros, I kind of defended them. Yeah. And it wasn't because I'm an Astros fan. Okay. It was because I'm anti the MLB right now because of everything that is going on with that's them. Fair. But that doesn't mean that I want the Astros to do good, like, to do good if... The season starts off, and they yep. everyone get on that team gets hit by pitch. More Great. power to the team playing them because yep. that is something that they've asked for. They yep. took a risk by doing what they did, and
0: now they broke an unwritten rule. And it's time some unbroken or some unwritten rules are going to get broken on them. Yeah. So they start the year at home against the Angels in a four game series, and then they go to Oakland. I would love to see. I'm gonna. Let's see what they played the I don't know if they played the Dodgers or not. That I would love to
1: see the attendance of that game. Oh yeah. Do you think as an Astros fan, god, we're back on Astros again. But do you think about like being an Astros fan going back like to a game would I don't like if I if that was the Braves, I don't know if I would go to the like season opener like
0: I don't know. I don't think I don't think I mean, you want to support your team like they cheated and I mean, it hurts. You want to support your team, but like can you like I don't know. I don't know if I could but at the same time, like I love the Braves so much that I don't know if I could miss it either. I don't know. You thought you liked Brian
1: McCann so much, and now you're yeah, now, your vision is skewed on. It's true. You have a little tainted taste in your mouth. About. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do. I Brian McCann is, you know, we still don't know a lot what happened with him, but you know, we'll see. I say. We'll move on from the Astros. We'll probably talk about them again next episode. You know, but. they're always going to get brought up. Yeah, they're going to keep. What getting they brought did up. was huge. I yeah. mean, even
1: Jeter came out and said something. Yeah, the. one of
0: your biggest ambassadors for baseball now comes out and says something about them. Yeah, you're gonna. It's going to get brought up time and time again. So. We'll move on for today, and we'll get you next time on the <laughs> ashes. But moving hey. on, we can go to spring training. going on. Who are you no, before from spring training? No, before spring before training, there, I hate to get... interrupt you. No, I don't
1: care. Uh, Acuna comes out and says 50 for 50. We brought yeah. it up uh, slightly in the last episode, just barely bringing it up. But did I say 50 for 50 again? I'm 50, sorry. 50-50. 50. 50-50. 50 home 50 runs, 50, 50, home 50 runs, stolen 50 bases. Thing. He's not going 50 for 50. No. Uh, that would be cool, too, though. That would be crazy. <laughs> uh, but do you think it is possible? I'm going to go out as a Acuña fan and okay. I'm going to say no. Okay? I think the 40-40 is definitely doable in his mm-hmm. range. Uh I think 50-50 is just unheard of. You know I
0: I'll I would say... love for him to like love for him to do it, but I just don't see it. I'll say yes. I think as long as they use the ball they used last year that was a little extra juiced, right? 50 home runs should come. I feel like he could very easily hit 50 home runs and I think 50 stolen bases. I think the way that the Braves coaching staff, Ron Washington and Eric Young and even Snicker, they're letting him run. Like if he wants to run, he can run. And I think that they did that last year after about a month into the season when they kind of because I didn't even realize how quick he was until about a month into the year. And I don't think that they did either. So I think now he's going to have 162 games where if he's on first and he wants to run, he's going to go. He's going to go. So I think 50-50 is possible. I don't. I'm not going to say that he's going to get 50-50, but I think it's going to be possible. I don't think it's – I mean, it is outrageous because it's just insane. But, you don't but I think don't it's, think it's impossible. You don't think it's out of his reach? No, I think he could. I think if anybody in the league could do it right now, it's him. Just Because maybe maybe Kristen Yelich, he's pretty quick around the bases, surprisingly. But I still don't even think he could do it. I think Acuna is the guy who I think if anybody could do it, it could be him.
1: Uh, watching spring training, mm-hmm. you don't truly get a feel for what's going on. Like It was fun to watch oh, yeah. just because baseball's back, right? Oh, yeah. But, but
0: you don't really know. I mean, I mean that's like
1: Freed going out today, get shelled. Get shelled, and that could be because he didn't have his stuff, or because he was only working on one pitch. That so yeah. was like Bryce Wilson, Wilson. He just worked on that cutter, throwing cutter, that cutter, cutter the whole
0: time. His best pitch is his fastball. He didn't even throw it because he knows he can throw his fastball. So he's not going to waste his live at bats with the pitch he knows he can throw when he can, got a pitch he's working on. So
1: you can't put a lot of weight on what you see in spring training. And
0: it was fun to put weight on the wins, though.
1: Yeah. Well, well, and that's like the Felix thing. Yeah. Do you? How do you look at? that start compared to him going for the fifth spot. And I would love to see Felix in the fifth spot. I, I like Newcomb, but I think Newcomb's better for us in the bullpen as like a middle reliever just well, in case. Get,
0: I think right now with Cole Hamels out, Newcomb and Felix are both are gonna be in there. Basically in there, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. Yeah.
1: But with Felix's start once our stat that really like stuck out to me mm-hmm. is he threw thirty something pitches and he only threw seventeen strikes. Yeah. That's a.
0: But he only had what one walk. Yeah. So he was able to, he was able to get. He kind of got behind in some counts and he was able to get out of it. So that's a. All right. Was just using some
1: setup pitches. Yeah, maybe raising the eye level and then throwing one down. Yeah.
0: I mean, I
1: I hope he comes out and just dominates. I would love to see.
0: I don't even care if he dominates. I just want an average pitcher. Wouldn't that be cool,
1: Felix, in the World Series? Yeah. Coming in and finally he's getting never, one for him. He's
0: never had a postseason game. That would be so cool if he could make the postseason roster. and He gets to play his first postseason game for the Braves and lead us to the World Series. Woo! <laughs> it feels like every year for the Braves for the next couple seasons with all this young talent
1: is World Series or bust. Yes. And if you're in the Gwinnett area, this is a great time to go watch your Gwinnett Stripers because yes. they have so much young talent.
0: So you're going to see they're – I'm not going to say for sure, but – there's a good chance you could watch an MVP and a Cy Young in the same game playing at Gwinnett right now. Right. And that's just how good this Braves farm system is right now.
1: They've always been like that. The Braves have always been strong in their farm. I mean, I remember
0: I watched a game with Julio Tehran pitching and Jason Hayward batting and playing right field. Like, that's just just so cool to see these guys who start out, you know, just work their way through the system and end up being big players. Julio Tehran was huge for the Braves for a long time. The Jay Hay kid was – I mean, I've got some great memories of him as a Brave. So first you know, at bat, first at bat, home run. That was crazy. That was nuts. And that's just how, you know, that's just how this system works. We're gonna go out. We're gonna get some young players, and we're gonna t- fine tune them into great. Hey, we might players. get in trouble for paying them too much. We might pay them a little too much. You know, it's okay. Hey, but at least we don't bang on trash cans. Exactly. <laughs> at least we don't think so. Uh,
1: did you see the tweet that was like there were people with signs talking about? The Astros, they were, they were not positive messages on these signs, and the Astros organization was out <laughs> At there the spring training game, taking right? them from yeah.
0: them. He yeah. said, looks like the Astros are still stealing signs. It looks like it. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for spring training, though, I mean, for batters it's good to see what they're hitting. Like, you know, for Austin Riley it's good to see him laying off some off-speed pitch, but for pitchers the biggest thing is, especially like, your young pitchers you want to see what they got because this is their chance to prove, but your older pitchers you want to see what they look like. You want to see what kind of shape they're in. Like you got Felix who's in the best health he's been in, and then you got Cole Hamels who's hurt. So spring training to me in terms of pitchers is more of what kind of shape are my pitchers in? Are they looking like they're going to be able to go out and get me innings this season or not? It's that
1: too and it's getting them back in the groove, I think. It's getting yeah. them ready for the regular the season. Get them on a rotation. Get their arm sore, build it back up, and have it ready for the regular season on a five-man rotation. Yep. And that's what's going to hurt the Braves the most going into the season early is Hamill's not being ready to come out. Yeah. And I felt like last year we had we started off terribly actually with uh, the Phillies. We got shut out by the Phillies, and everyone was like, "See, our predictions are right. The Braves are going to be terrible." And yep. the Braves are always looked down upon by the MLB. For some uh, reason, but for rankings, which is fine. I like yeah, being do the mind dog. It. I don't mind being slept on. Uh, but if you don't come out and you don't get through the first round of the playoffs this year, they're right. Yeah. Every everyone everything that everyone says, they're right. Last year you weren't or two years ago you weren't supposed to be there. You were lucky to play the Dodgers. You were a year early. Last year you were supposed to be right where you're at, and you're supposed to advance. So if you get to the same spot this year and you don't advance, something went something wrong. Something went wrong.
0: Yep, I agree. And I think the big thing to remember, the big thing not to put too much weight on Cole Hamels is because last year our starting, our starting five on opening day was Julio Tehran, Bryce Wilson, Chad Sabaka, Max Free. <laughs> I don't even know if Freed was think, there. Yeah. Fulte might not have been. It was, just, it was not the guys that were on the team no, even I- a month later. So, you know, you're going to start dinged up because people have been, you know, as much as you'd like to think that your favorite players are working out all offseason – some of them were playing Fortnite all off season. Playing golf. Playing golf, you know, relax it, which is fine. I mean, it's an off season. That's what right. they're supposed to do. So it, t- it takes some time to get used to. All I've got to say is Luke Jackson's gonna be huge oh, this year. Oh god. I hope not. I'm a big I'm a big Luke Jackson fan. I'm one of the one of the few in the A who loves Luke Jackson, but shout out shout out to you, Luke. I'm a huge Luke Jackson fan. Yeah, I'm not
1: a not Luke Jackson fan. I don't hate Luke Jackson. Uh, I wish the best for Luke Jackson and if he came out there and he shut down every time and he was big for us last season the first half of the season huge. he was huge he was the only reason we made it where we made it and I am not knocking him for that at all but that second half of the season when it when he came in it was kind of like uh oh yeah. and then agree. same thing in the playoff game when he came in it was like uh oh he got booed yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he got booed <laughs> yeah, nobody wanted him in and you feel bad for someone like that because the pressure, like, oh, there's yeah. not many other jobs that actual people have where when they walk into the office, they, they get, get booed. booed yeah, by thousands <laughs> of people. Doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and then they have to go on Twitter when they get home and look how bad they did. So I get the pressure of that because I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. And he's one of the very few that embrace it. Yeah,
0: he and, handled um, it great,
1: and he comes out and he like jokes about it with it. He was like, "Yeah, I sucked. Too. Like, I yeah. sucked. I'm not gonna say I didn't." Yeah, and uh, I like him as a guy. Uh, he's a great guy. He plays Fortnite.
0: He's a great Fortnite player. But Fun fact. I would,
1: I would love for him to come out and dominate like you think he's going to. But I, I just don't see it.
0: I think our bullpen in general is going to dominate this year, though. I mean, you know, we've got Melanson, Smith, Green, Martin, and Jackson. We've got five players who all have long-term, clo- or long-time closing experience, so... And you gotta throw n- we've n- got to throw... Newcomb's going to be in there Josh Tallman's still on the team. Darren I mean, Felix O'Day. Felix might be in there. Felix could be in there. I think I think one of the most underappreciated things last year, which makes sense because he only played for about a month, but Darren O'Day, I mean, he really succeeded once he got back healthy for the Braves. I mean, he was playing, he was throwing some good balls, yep. but he's going to get hurt this year by that three, run- three batter minimum because he's got that sidearm throw where he really can only throw to uh, righties. Yeah. So that's going to be tough for him. I don't know how. I don't know what they're going to do about that. But I guess we'll have to see as the season progresses. What um, was the
1: uh, stat you told me the other day about Felix? How many innings pitched he's had in like the last two years? Not a lot. I Our think games starts. It was like thirty-two yeah, I think in the two past, years. Yeah,
0: thirty-two in two years, something like that. Somewhere in the thirties in the and past couple Fried years. Freed had
1: thirty-seven last year.
0: Yeah, just. So I think it's worrisome, but uh,
1: not really though, because nope. I think you, you run a four-man or a five-man, and then you just leave him in the bullpen and use him as an inning eater at most. Or you put him down on the or stripers stalker. and then he comes up and does a spot start. And if he shows up good, you put him back on the roster. So what's
0: your what's your best case scenario? You know, no injuries or anything. What's your middle of the season rotation look like? Middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, faulty, Soroka, Freed, Hamels.
1: God. Uh, ah, are we having a five in the middle of the season? I
0: don't know. Your guess. Uh,
1: if we're doing five, it's going to be Soroka, Faulty, Free, Hamels, no order. Okay. And so those four are a lock. Midseason, Felix. Felix, because okay. I really like Nuke coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, I can tell. I've always said that. I've always said Nuke looks way better at the bullpen,
0: which is bad because his stuff is so nasty. He would be a very good starter. Yeah, I think. I think Nuke will be in the starting rotation because I think going down, he went down to Gwinnett before he went to the bullpen last year when, after you know he got plunked in the head, if everybody remembers that, yeah. line drive straight to the head. And then he went down to Gwinnett and kind of started getting fit for the bullpen. And he really, the thing that killed him as a starter at the beginning of last year was walks. I mean, he was walking people left yeah, and right. Yeah, when he came in in the middle of the game, he simplified things. He knew
1: he yep. couldn't walk people because there was runs on the board and he's Yes. He didn't. He did. I mean, I would love to see his walks yes. when he was or, or coming out of the pen.
0: If he could, they were low. If he could transition that from to the starting rotation this year, I think he's got a very good chance of getting in that fifth spot. Well, I agree with that. If if he can if limit he can those come walks, come out and not walk people and keep home runs to a low, I think that's both of them actually. And then you even look at our young arms that are going to be in Gwinnett. Bryce Wilson, Sabaka. We mentioned them, Ian Anderson. You're gonna have uh, guys like Mueller. I mean, there's so many names down there. I'm not even mentioning everybody because there's just so many pitchers who could be in the big leagues in the next. The only few thing years. i have to say about that is I like Bryce Wilson. Yeah. But when yeah. Sabaka
1: came up and did his couple of things that he did, mm-hmm. I was not impressed. Uh, I think not impressed with Wilson or Sabaka. Sabaka. Okay. I was not. I was. I was pressed with Wilson. Uh, he he really stuck out, but Sabaka. And you have to think, we're going to have to trade some of these young talent away. You can't have everybody. You can't yes. be... I mean, uh, who's the... Bryce Ball plays first. He's Peter huge. Ryan at
0: first. You've got like, two first... I mean, we just got so many yeah, players Yeah, you're going right to have now. to trade... I know it hurts to hear. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to trade some of these people away, right? Yes, eventually. I mean, you don't want to because, you know, these guys you drafted, you want to be able to develop them yourself, but you're gonna have to do something with them they're not doing you any good sitting down in your there collecting dust the getting older right yeah exactly those arms are just getting innings and innings and innings on them and they're just you know sitting down there and it sucks to have to trade some guys but you know you got to do what you got to do it's a business
1: it is a business and I think aA understands that and he'll let people feel bad for what he did but you know what also Braves country went crazy about oh shout out to Braves country on winning the Twitter poll that was yep, huge. That was cool. You know, I didn't know White Sox fans existed.
0: Yeah, we there's a lot of White Sox fans out there, those uh, of you who didn't know. Or
1: uh, they're just really good at creating bots on Twitter, and they're just going to vote a lot of times, uh, we'll which might be possible. Might be, might be cool. They might be nerds. Yeah. Uh, but Brave's Twitter went absolutely insane about the Kelsey Winger thing. Yes. Which I thought was crazy, because uh, Kelsey was good,
0: but I wasn't upset to see her go. No, I I didn't I didn't have any problems with Kelsey But I never really was a huge Kelsey Winger fan I mean she did a good job with Atlanta And you know it's sad to see I mean I feel bad You feel bad for her I mean she lost her job she She'll go find to another job fun, though She'll be fine And Kelly Kroll coming in from Chicago She looks like she's going to be legit And you know hey. they, they say she's the one who brought the World Series to Chicago She basically
1: said she was going to bring us a World Series Yeah That would be a big claim. Imagine Imagine. the only. We we win a World Series when Kelsey's gone. That would suck for Kelsey, but. But
0: man, the the, the curse of Kelsey. The the Kelsey curse. The Kelsey curse has been lifted. With the Kelly. (laughs) No, the biggest name that I'm looking forward to in the Braves right now is Patrick Weigel, a pitcher. He's Hmm. a guy who. I haven't heard anything on him yet. A couple years ago, he was there with Frieden Soroka. He was higher than that. People thought he was going to be legit. And then he had Tommy John surgery, oh. and everybody kind of forgot about him. But last year in Gwinnett, he quietly – or in uh, minor leagues, I don't know exactly which what he played for, Mississippi, Rome, whoever. He had a good year, and he came out yesterday against the, uh, against the Tigers, and he pitched a clean inning with a strikeout, and his stuff just looked really good. Really? And so I think he's got a shot at being – you know, he's not old, but he's a little younger, or he's a little – older than some of the other young guys because he's a couple years back yeah. due to Tommy John. But I think he's got a chance of being a legit a legit pitcher in the Braves organization for a little while. I ain't even heard anything about him yet. That's Yeah, he's kind of tucked under the radar. You know, you hear about Ian Anderson and Bryce Wilson keeps getting all these shots and Sabaka, but keep an eye on him this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come up to the big leagues at some point during this year and, you know, get a spot start or pitch out of the pen or something.
1: One last uh, weird stat that Has already popped out to me at spring training. Yeah. Braves have 13 hits, 13 singles. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, figure for a power team. Would you consider the Braves a power team?
0: Um, One through five, right? Uh, Acuna will get you 40 to 50. Ozzy will get get you you 20 to 30. 30. Freeman's going to get get you 30. 30 to 40. Ozuna will probably get you 20 to 30. Yeah, 20 to 30. And you know, you figure. If Riley's in if Riley there, Riley or get you Camargo. About 20. Camargo's
1: going to get you about 22?
0: Yeah, Camargo will get you about 15 to 20. I think Austin Riley will get you about 20 to 25. So yeah, I think that's a pretty that's a good power team I would consider us. You know, Dansby will get you about 15. Well, I don't know how many did he hit last year? He hit upper he hit. 20s. Now, Dansby was at 15 when he got hurt and then he so only he hit two with more. more. He oh, really? With 17. Oh, I thought he finished in the 20s. When he came back, he didn't look that great. So he he only finished with 17, but huh. You know, I mean, he thats is—he did miss a lot of time, and even when he came back, he was still feeling that injury. So if he stays healthy, he could get you 15 to 20 and home Freeman runs, too. Freeman was hurt the second half or, like, yeah, last six weeks. And talking about home runs, Max Fried will probably get you one or two. I hope so. I would love to see I'd that. love to see that. hes He was close last year. I think he'll, I think he'll get one out this year. Hopefully speaking of pitchers hitting, hopefully the Braves can keep pitchers from hitting. Last year we had so many hits from opposing pitchers. Uh, yeah, such a such a stupid thing that, you know, you they see the pitcher up come hurt up. Too. Yeah, it
1: two yeah. outs, pitcher hits a single
0: and then yeah, and then all of a sudden the leadoff guys back and yeah. you never want to face the leadoff guy more times than you have than to. Than you have to. Yep. So that hurt us a little bit, but you know, that's all small stuff that I think Snit and the guys will get get worked down for all us. Right.
1: One last thing that we brought up last episode that we actually had to take out. Yes. Because uh we didn't know what how serious it was at the time. Was the Daytona 500? Uh.
0: We recorded right after the race. Yeah, we did. And at the time that we finished recording, we were under the impression Ryan Newman was doing very badly.
1: Yeah, that they brought that black screen out and yes. I mean, you basically thought he was dead. Yes. And watching the wreck, there was I mean, good reason to possibly, think possibly, so. right? Yes, so we decided to take that out last
0: week. So but, we'll mention it now. But knowing that he's fine, what a race! What a race! What a finish! That I'll say. What a finish! The race was kind of boring because it's the last 500 ten laps. Raps. If you could give me the last ten laps of every NASCAR race, I'd watch it. I would watch it. That's fun. Yeah, that ending was crazy. I mean, you had Newman, Hamlin, and I can't think of the other guy's name right now. Was it Blaine? I don't know. I don't remember. But they it's were NASCAR. all three right there, and you know, Newman did his little flips that he did, and then. Hamlin and the other guy are neck-and-neck neck, photo finish. It Second was, closest finish in Daytona history yeah. or something like that. That was that was interesting. It was fun. I haven't really watched a race in a while. I haven't that was, either. That was actually fun to, to sit down and watch. I guess, the, you last, know, the last you last You do what months. you do during uh, the off-seasons, I guess. <laughs> something to pass the time. <laughs> it's something. Get, something to get that regular season baseball. It's something that's going to be on ESPN, so you got to <laughs> give it a watch, I guess. All right, well,
1: thanks for tuning in to this episode of Couch Talk. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at couch underscore show. And if you have any questions you would like to ask us and you don't want to do it on Twitter, you can always email us at our Gmail at couchcoachingshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode.